Hi everyone, this is Mark and welcome to the episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite um, TV shows. Um, it's been a favourite TV show of mine um, since it first aired, um, since I first watched the first episode uh, back in 2013. Uh, but since um, the series that I'm talking about is about to air or begin airing um, its um, its last uh, series, um, I thought that I would talk about it, finally. I've been waiting to talk about this for a while. Um, I've got a lot of friends uh, who are also fans of this show. And, um, well, without further ado, the show that I'm talking about is, of course, the um, BBC... Uh, British period crime drama television series, Peaky Blinders, uh, which was created by Stephen Knight. And um, it's set in Birmingham, here in England. And it follows the exploits of um, the uh, Peaky Blinders crime gang um, in uh, the direct aftermath of the First World War. And... If you don't know who the Peaky Blinders were, um, I'm, I wouldn't um, I wouldn't be ashamed of that because personally I had never heard of the Peaky Blinders and I am from the West Midlands. Um, I was I frequented um, going to Birmingham, um, which is only uh, half an hour away from where I live, um, and it's a it's a great city. Wonderful city, um, but I'd never heard of the Peaky Blinders, and um, the Peaky, the original Peaky Blinders, the real Peaky Blinders, uh, they operated from um, the ni- the eighteen eighties uh, until um, the nineteen tens, uh, and they consisted of uh, a group of um, working class um, men, uh, largely uh, young. Um, and um, they were known uh, to be engaged in um, violence and uh, crimes such as robbery, racketeering, um, illegal bookmaking, um, gambling. And they were known um, to wear um, outfits that consisted of um, tailored jackets, um, yeah waistcoats um and most especially uh peaked flat caps and hidden within their uh flat caps uh were uh razor blades which had been stitched into the peaks of of the flat caps which they used as weapons when in a uh, in a fight with someone um and that's why they were called the Peaky Blinders because they hid their weapons in the peaks of their uh, flat caps, and um, and yeah, you you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't want to get into an altercation with them because they would they could cause uh, a great deal of um, a great deal of harm to you. And um, 
as I say, I had never heard of the Peaky Blinders. I had never, I'd never known or nor heard of the, the 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 crime history of of Birmingham uh, because it is not as uh, well documented as um, the um, the the crime families of New York City, for example, the the five crime families of New York City. Um, I, I could probably honestly tell you that. Um, I knew more about the New York Mafia and the New Jersey Mafia because I had uh, watched The Sopranos and I'd watched other mob-related um, movies and TV shows um, since I was a kid. I was always a fan of the Godfather uh, trilogy. Um, and as I say, um, I, I always enjoyed watching uh, The Sopranos. Um, and then when I heard... Uh, about Peaky Blinders. Um, I originally thought that it was only going to be a, a limited one series show. It was originally shown on BBC Two here in the UK, uh, and most of the um, the most well known um, flagship TV shows, such as um, Doctor Who or EastEnders, uh, if you're familiar with that usually shown on BBC One. You know, that's the, the, the tentpole of the um, British Broadcasting Company's uh, television network. Um, but Peaky Blinders um, was shown on BBC Two, which is also a place where people uh, go to seek out TV shows um, and documentaries and th things that are more... Um, factual uh, in 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 nature and one thing that the peaky blinders does um is it um illuminates those uh of us even uh people like me who have lived in the UK born and bred in uh the UK in Britain in Birmingham you know in the west midlands all his life but i had no idea about my local history um and as i say there's always been crime there have always been crime gangs in in london as i say around the world but um as i say i had no idea about the crime gangs of birmingham but um that as i say that's one thing that uh peaky blinders uh has um has opened up the fact that there's a great deal of history here in in Birmingham, and um, a lot a lot of the the history that I was aware of was of manufacturing because Birmingham had been um, very very much the uh, the workhouse um, of of the the country where a great many things um, um, were taken for granted around the uh, around the country. Um, and have also been um, exported to other countries, um, most especially jewellery. And the, the jewellery quarter of Birmingham is um, world famous. Yeah, some of the, the best um, pieces of jewellery have been made there. Uh, but the Peaky Blinders themselves, um, they operated um, out of an area of uh, Birmingham called um, Small Heath. And... Um, Small Heath uh, now um, doesn't look 
like it did um, when the Piggy Blinders operated back in the, the early part of the, the 20th century, uh, which is understandable, of course. Um, and it has become a lot more diverse now over over the over the years but um uh there are the 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 peaky blinders are definitely um heralded now as um as as a as a as folk heroes even now um and this is like a hundred years after they were um over a hundred years after they were um in operation and um as and as i say i think the fact that they were uh, a street gang and they were up to no good uh as you as you could as you may say um i don't think that um uh, precludes um us uh, or anybody from um being not not so much proud but of um using the the story of the peaky blinders uh especially the um the tv show which tells a uh, a a fictional um it's a fictional it's a story of a fictional gang um of a fictional um family loosely based on the real urban youth gang of the same name but the story told within um peaky blinders is is one of fiction what it does um very expertly i would have i would say uh with a a phenomenal ensemble cast led by uh killian murphy uh helen uh, mccrory uh paul anderson um as well as um other um, actors who start who have um, starred in the series as well, such as the great Sam Neill, who you may know from uh, the Jurassic Park films, uh, Tom Hardy, uh, who has been in several uh, great films, such as uh, Venom, uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, um, uh, Anya Taylor Joy, also a great actress, um, and as I say, so many. So many great actors have, have starred in this in this series. Stephen Graham, another great actor, and as I say, they they um, they embody uh, fictional characters. But what they what they do expertly is they tell um, a very um, factual based story of the time uh, of the early twentieth century. And what we get to see in the series, um, right from the beginning to um, what I'm sure the, uh, will be the end, we get to see um, the the main protagonist of of the series, uh, Thomas Shelby, uh, played by Killian Murphy. Um, we basically get to see his rise. Um, we get to see the rise of the Peaky Blinders as well, but we get to see. Um, Thomas Shelby's rise from the the head of the family of the the Shelby family we get to see him rise not only through the the, the ranks of um of of those that 
uh, live in the um, the area uh, of Small Heath where the um, where the, the the Peaky Blinders operate. Uh, his reputa- where his reputation uh, as head of the family grows. But we also get to see him um, develop as a character um, and um, expand his own um, horizons, and he has aspirations. Um, and he's a very compelling character. However, very, um, violent, um, when the need arises, but very smart. That's one thing that Killian Murphy brings to the role, um, of, uh, Thomas Shelby is that he is incredibly smart, but, um, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of like the Tony Soprano of the, of the Peaky Blinders. Uh, I like to think of the Peaky Blinders as the British version of um, of um, The Sopranos or something like uh, Goodfellas, which is another great mob film that I'm, I'm a fan of. But what the Peaky Blinders does, because it's a TV show, um, and mainly uh, which uh, every series, which there have been six now, consists of um, six episodes, which are an hour long, what it gets with with that um, the the way that with that format, what uh, the Peaky Blinders can do is tell a um, a very expansive story about uh, about a family, a, a very aspirational family, um, and a family um, of um, both. Uh, um, British uh, and um, Irish and Romany um, family members, uh, as I say, who grew up in the small heath neighbourhood of, of Birmingham. And what I liked about Thomas Shelby from the moment that I, uh, I I saw him in the first episode of Peaky Blinders is that it was obvious that he was someone who had a great deal of um he he was someone who to the wider world um portrayed himself to be that you know um a figurehead uh, of strength and power um you know in the in the first episode the first scene of the first episode of Peaky Blinders actually we get to we we see that he's someone who's um not averse to um to fixing the uh, result of a of a horse race, he goes down to Chinatown um, in in Birmingham, and he goes to uh, procure something um, that will allow him to uh, make sure that the the horse that is going to be in in a race will will win. Um, but he um, Thomas Shelby uh, was. We, we discovered that he was a uh, a sergeant major during World War One, and because of what he and um, his fellow soldiers uh, saw and did during uh, the Great War, um, when he returned from war, uh, this meant that he suffered um, severe uh, PTSD, uh, which is post traumatic stress disorder, of course, and he we see that he has nightmares he has he wakes up with you know cold with cold sweats and he's traumatized 
as I'm sure um, a great many um, soldiers who returned from the Great War were um, and remained as such until their death. Because when you go through war, especially a war as horrific as the one that the, the real soldiers of World War One, as well as World War Two, suffered through, you know, it's it's definitely going to... Um, you're definitely going to sustain scars both on the, the outside as well as on the inside. And that's something that I liked from the, the get-go that uh, Peaky Blinders did, is that they showed that no matter who uh, Thomas Shelby um, portrays himself to be, he is is more than that, you know. Um, and, but, as you know, he's a criminal, uh, make no mistake, Thomas Thomas Shelby is someone that you you do not want to um, have a fight with. You don't want to go to war with him. Um, but as I say, he's not he's not stupid. He's very smart, and um, you know he he'll do anything to protect the uh, protect his family. And he uh, you know he he's very loyal. Uh, especially to his um, his aunt uh, Polly um, and his brother Arthur, and um, when um, the uh, the the constabulary uh, come after him, um, because as always, you know where you have uh, criminal gangs, you're always going to have. The uh, the authorities coming after you, you know, in in this day and age, uh, as portrayed in, in the Sopranos or in any uh, modern day mafia television or um, movie, um, television show or movie, you would have the the FBI, you would have um, several forms of surveillance going on, trying to bring down the the this criminal enterprise because um you know they're breaking most of most of the time they're breaking the law these criminal gangs and the peaky blinders do that um every week in every episode um you know their crimes range from as i say racketeering to um trying to sell and procure um guns um and um when the gang comes to the attention of Major Chester Campbell, um, played by Sam Neill, who is a detective chief inspector in the Royal Irish Constabulary, sent by Winston Churchill himself from Belfast, um, to um, where he had been sent to clean up the city of the, the, uh, the IRA, um, he was sent by Winston Churchill uh, to Birmingham to su- suppress the disorder and the uprising um, of 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 the, the, the streets of Birmingham by the, the Peaky Blinders. And because at that time, um, there were many gangs. You know, you had several um, several gangs operating within Birmingham at that time. Um, but in, we see in the series, the Peaky Blinders were, as I say, they were a family. Um, they were very loyal to one another, um, but not to be trifled with because 
they were not uh, averse to um, hand-to-hand combat, uh, cap-to-face combat. You know, they they were uh, a force to be reckoned with. Um, but, um, as I say, they're very scarred, but um, psychologically... Um, but they, uh, this doesn't um, slow um, Thomas Shelby from, you know, wanting to expand his horizons. And uh, the majority of the first series basically is an introduction to um, to the audience, introducing the Peaky Blinders, introducing um, the um, the constabulary who tried to trying to. Um, basically arrest uh, the Shelby family. Uh, then in the second series, we see that the Peaky Blinders are ex- wanting to expand their criminal organisation m- more down south. Um, we see them arrive in um, London. Um, and in the third series, um, um, we see Tom Sh- Tommy Shelby um, and the, the Peaky Blinders entering... Um, into a more international uh, theatre, um, they get involved in um, in in several um, um, several ventures uh, and getting involved with um, several um, international um, um, luminaries, such as Russian duchesses, and um, uh, and then the fourth series. Um, it takes place. the The storyline takes place around the general strike of May nineteen twenty six, um, and we see um, uh, uh, Thomas Shelby um, be elected as a member of Parliament. And then in the fifth series, um, we get him. We get to see the Shelby family get involved with um, fascist leader uh, Oswald Mosley. So what, as I say, what um, Peaky Blinders does, which is great, is that it merges and mixes together fictional characters with real-life characters. As I say, and as I mentioned, um, we get to see uh, Winston Churchill in the in the series, um, as portrayed by Andy Neiman, uh, Richard McCabe, and Neil Maskell. In the the in the several series that have been made, and um, uh, so Oswald Mosley, as I say, um, but it what it, it's as I say, it's fictional. It's a fictional story about fictional characters, but based on fact, based on um, events that happened. And what it does is it it dances with. Um, fantasy and and reality but what it is is it's a series that is incredibly compelling um and as i say there the there is that is no small that no small thanks has to be laid um down than on the the shoes and before the actors the actors who portray the the compelling characters within peaky blinders are some of the best um on 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 tv in films uh because 
right now, you know, Killian Murphy, he is a internationally um, recognised, in, um, incredible actor. Um, unfortunately, um, we who are fans of um, Peaky Blinders were saddened to hear of the, the death of Helen um, uh, McCrory, um, who died, unfortunately, last year um, in April 2021. Uh, wonderful actress. Um, she'd um, been in several um, movies and um, TV shows. Um, uh, but she will always be remembered... Um, by a great many people um as Polly um who um is uh, it's uh, Tom Tommy Shelby's um aunt and he he and Polly uh, didn't always see eye to eye but I'm sure off screen um Helen McCrory and Killian Murphy were the best of friends um and the fact that they could show you could you could see the tension between them on screen um showed just how great um of a- actors they are um but yeah sometimes they don't see eye to eye um Tommy and uh, and Polly um and right in the middle of that um is Arthur Shelby uh, played by Paul Anderson um who is um uh, Tommy's um, elder brother, and you see, we see he has, uh, he's also um, scarred, but he's he's very dangerous. Um, you know, he's um, not um, averse to um, um, uh, a fight, um, and he also comes up against Tommy um, at some points during the series. And they don't always see eye to eye, but he respects Tommy. You know, he he knows Tommy is the head of the family. He, um, you know, he doesn't um, second second guess him too much. Uh, but no one really would if they knew what was good for them, because um, Tom Thomas Shelby um, is incredibly smart, very cunning. And he doesn't uh, suffer fools um, gladly. And as I say, he's very aspirational. And what we get to see is that um, he um, he has had um, several relationships uh, in the series. Um, but um, I think the, the relationship that um, hit him um, the hardest... Um, I would say is um, his relationship with the um, the police officer that was placed into um, his uh, his ranks. You could say uh, Grace uh, Burgess, who was um, as I say she was um, a, a police officer uh, working undercover. Uh, sent by Inspector um, Campbell, uh, and to to find out um, 
more information about the Shelby family, um, and because they, um, as I said, uh, Sam Neill's character, Inspector Campbell, who um, had been sent by Winston Churchill, uh, most um, really because uh, right at the beginning of the series, well, prior to the, the beginning of the series, um, the Peaky Blinders had appropriated a consignment of guns from the Birmingham Small Arms Factory, and it was believed that these uh, may be sold to the um, the IRA, who at the time were um, you know a paramilitary organisation who were responsible for um, um, several. Um, um, attacks, um, which um, the the police were all also trying to get to the bottom of and, and investigate. Um, so yeah, so as I say, Grace um, was um, sent in to um, try and find out as much as she um, she could about Thomas Shelby. Um, but, um, unbeknownst to her, um, and uh, Grace was played by Annabelle Wallace. Um, she was an Irish uh, Protestant. Um, and she actually uh, fell in love with um, Tommy. Um, she got married to him um, in the, I think, second season, the second series. And... Um, they had a they had a son charles um and you know tommy always knew there was something about grace um she was um working at um um the the local uh um pub that um the peaky blinders um uh, frequented um uh, which also um, was the the base of their uh, organization, you could say. Um, and yeah, she was sent there um, to um, be a barmaid there uh, to work behind the bar. Um, and uh, but uh, something she also did was she was she sung because she was Irish, and she said that um, that is what. They they did in um, uh, in in pubs in uh, in Ireland, um, and the 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 pub um, uh, I should point out uh, was called the uh, the Garrison, and uh, the Garrison pub um, did exist, still a real pub. It's uh, located in Small Heath, um. And it's located on Garrison Lane in Small Heath. Um, if you're ever interested in uh, paying a um, paying a visit to it, uh, very close to the St Andrews uh, Football Stadium, which is the home of uh, Birmingham City Football Club. And um, yeah, the, I think Piggy Blind has put uh, the Garrison on the map, um, but um, yeah, as I say. Um, Small Heath is not as it is or doesn't appear as it did 
or as it most likely appeared uh, at the beginning of the 20th century. Uh, it's a very different area now. Um, but um, what is great um, uh, is that uh, several pubs and bars around Birmingham, um, because of the popularity of the Peaky Blinders, have taken on the name of um, the Peaky Blinders, um, the the Peaky Blinder pub itself, uh, which is located on Corporation Street in Birmingham, um, has a mural, a black and white mural of um, um, the, the, the Peaky Blinders outside of it. And inside of it, it has uh, several photos um, attributed to the real Peaky Blinders, um, and it's somewhere where you can you can see photographs um, from the the time when the Peaky Blinders TV show is set. And it's definitely somewhere you have to go to um, if you want to go on, you know, um, a bit of a, a bit of a. Um, hunt uh, around Birmingham for locations um, associated with or that take uh, have been influenced by uh, the peak by Peaky Blinders um, uh, but yeah so yeah getting back to the the TV show it's um it's it's so compelling the everything from the acting to the um, the gradient on on the film, the the uh, the music, um, it has a great um, theme song, uh, which is uh, "Red Right Hand" by uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Which every time I hear it now, which was also a song I hadn't heard before, I heard it in Peaky Blinders. But every time I hear it now, whether um, it comes on the radio or I'm listening to it on my iPod or it's on TV or whether um, someone's phone is ringing and the, the the ringtone is that of Red Right Hand by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. It always makes me think of Peaky Blinders um, instantly. Um, but yeah, so it's, um, as I say, it's uh, it's a show that, has gone from strength to strength, really. The the writing of it, um, which uh, and it's written uh, primarily by Stephen uh, Knight, um, is as I say, it's not a retelling of history. It's a fictional um, representation of some events of history, mixed with actual events from history. And as I say, it all, everything in Peaky Blinders takes inspiration and is influenced by what really happened and how things were at um, at that time, at the beginning of the 20th century. And it that's what that's what makes it so compelling is that you know that this um, that this group of um, individuals this gang were real they weren't exactly how they are depicted in the tv show but they came from the same place you know um and they get involved in crimes such as robbery violence racketeering illegal bookmaking gambling um because you know at that time it was just after um 
it was at the time of the just before the um the first world war you know things were uh, were hard for working class um um families at that time especially in birmingham which uh, in, you know in some of its most deprived areas um you know people had to do what they could um and the the real uh peak blinders um were large a larger gang um most of birmingham was held by a larger gang called the, the birmingham boys uh by uh billy kimber who we actually get to see depicted in the uh in the tv show and um and we get to see as i say we get to see this combination of real life events real life people mixed with the the peaky blinders um and in real life the peaky blinders um um disappeared um by um the early uh 1920s but the the name peaky blinders became synonymous uh with the slang for any street gang in birmingham um and i say synonymous but as i say i'd never heard <laughs> of them uh until 2013 when the first episode of the first series came out and i watched it and i thought it was only going to be um a, a limited series you know to expose and to entertain um people uh, but also give um you know a a bit of a history lesson um being an informative um um show to really tell not only the people of Birmingham but of Britain uh and now the world um what was what was really going on what was what was happening and i suppose i suppose it should be no of no shouldn't have been of any surprise to me originally when i first started the show that there were gangs operating in Birmingham back in the the end of the 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 19th century and the beginning of the 20th century um but yeah oh well I, you know i had no idea but the more i've but the more i've watched peaky blinders um the more i've i've learned more about the city that i know the city that i i go to quite regularly and of course birmingham itself um has gone through um and a considerable transformation uh, especially in the hundred years since um, the Peaky Blinders, um, the real Peaky Blinders were um, operating as a as a gang. Um, but you you wouldn't re- when you see uh, Birmingham as it's depicted in the Peaky Blinders TV show, and you compare it to how um, Birmingham um, Small Heath is now, as well as um, the areas of um, Bordesley and uh cheapside in in birmingham you wouldn't recognize it but um you know the 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 time in which the peaky blind in which peaky blinds is set as i say it's set just after the first world war so um the 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 country had gone through a a um a great deal of of trauma uh, as had its population its male population um 
especially uh, having been soldiers during the Great War and um, having returned. And the, yeah, I mean, that's what one thing I, I like is that, as I say, it's it's very it's factual as well as fictional, but it it shows the real life struggles of of people. Um, you know, uh, when Thomas Shelby uh, uh, goes down into um, one of the deprived areas right in the first episode of the series on his horse and he tells people to bet on a certain horse and he tells them that they're going to win, you know, he... You know he's um, he he's a he wants to help them out as well as help himself out, um, but uh, yeah, uh, Killian Murphy though he really um, deserves all the the acclaim that he has garnered um, from his portrayal as um, Thomas Shelby. Um, you know he is very the the, the way he acts. The way he portrays himself, uh, the way he he walks down the streets, uh, the way he rides his horse, you know, the way his composure is just just spot on. He really does uh, gravitate um, and draw people to him, and he definitely uh, portrays someone who you you wouldn't um, you wouldn't want to mess with, and. Um, he really does garner a lot of uh, respect from his family members, um, from those in his gang, um, and also those who sent to um, to bring him down. And um, yeah, there's a, you know there's a scene in the second series where he he goes to they go to London as I say, and he and his brother Arthur. Um, you know, decide to to show and to tell those there in this club, the um, Derby uh, Sabini's club there, that this is who they are. They're the Peaky Blinders, um, and that they are um, expanding their territory, expanding their horizons there into um, different avenues and. Um, and it's very interesting what we get to see um, Tommy go through, what we see um, Arthur go through um, as um, season by season, uh, as the as the years have progressed, we get to see how the country was at the, the time um, during the um, you know the, the the beginning of the of the twentieth century. And yeah, it's a huge, been a huge success uh, for not only uh, Stephen Knight, who is the creator of Peaky Blinders, uh, but also for um, the BBC. And um, as I say, Peaky Blinders is due to come to an end as a TV show um, here soon. the The first episode of the uh, the sixth series um, is due to air on the 27th of February 2022, uh, which is this coming Friday. Um, 
And the last episode will air on the 3rd of April 2022 on BBC One. And no doubt um, it will um, be showing on Netflix internationally as um, all of the other previous series uh, are. um, And I'm sure will um, for a considerable amount of time. Um, But yeah, so it will be... But it's... Uh, there is a, at this moment there is a great deal of anticipation for the um for the first episode of the of the sixth series um but um there's um sadness people um are um uh, don't want the series to come to an end um but it's been revealed that um, by um, series creator Stephen Knight, that although Peaky Blinders as a TV show is coming to an end, there is um, not only the potential, but the there is a high probability that we are going to get a, a big screen um, adaptation or continuation of the series. So... Um, it remains to be seen whether Tommy Shelby will um, will will he uh, um, make it to the end of or beyond the series finale. Um, um, we don't know, but Stephen Knight is definitely um, is as he's already written. From what I hear, he's written. Uh, a film um and which will continue the story of the peaky blinders but whether thomas shelby will be uh in it um we don't know i suppose they can't really say anything at the moment because you know that would be um that would spoil um spoil what is to come um in the second in the uh, the sixth series um but yeah, it's it, at the moment, as I say, the anticipation is high for what we're going to see, um, and it's going to be great to see the show um, come back. Um, you know, at the moment, you know, I remember when it first started. Um, as I say, it, it premiered on BBC Two here in the UK. Uh, not given that much fanfare, I, sh- I would, I'd have to say, it was just a, a new series um, depicting the the um, a crime family uh, from Birmingham, um, and to to, pe- to great many people that was news to a lot of people because they never even heard of the Peaky, Peaky Blinders. But over the years, over the series, uh, the more people have watched it, the more uh, fans it has garnered and it got um it has become so popular that the uh I remember a couple of years ago the uh premiere episode i think it was of the fourth series at that time was even shown at a cinema it was shown at cineworld on uh, broad street and there was a there was a premiere of it and you know it, it re- and as over the series over the years the more people have been drawn to it the more um 
um, acclaim it has garnered and it as I say now it is held in such high regard um, in fact a lot of people consider it you know one of the, the the best British TV shows ever made and for good reason because from as I say from the acting to the production to the the, um, the wardrobe the special effects everything from the direction, the writing, everything that goes into making Peaky Blinders what it is, really does show, um, and um, it's that's why it's no surprise that it's it's garnered this this um, this fan um, um, gathering, this fan following um, that it has, um, and yeah, for 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 real for a good reason because, and that's why. Um, you know, um, it, as the pop, its popularity grew, um, it was um, when the fifth series premiered on um, BBC One. Um, a um, the rights to the the series were acquired uh, by um, Netflix, uh, which allowed for the um, all of the series to be shown on Netflix. And um, and as a result, this has uh, allowed for more people um, around the world to to learn about this series, uh, which has now been on, you know, for um, nine years now. Um, and as I said, it's gone from strength to strength, and it's just grown in popularity. Um, the interest in it has grown, and it's opened up. Um, people's open up the interest of people from all around the world to learn more about Birmingham and I'm sure it's drawn people to to England and drawn people to Birmingham especially but um yeah Birmingham as it is in the show is definitely not uh the Birmingham um in modern day but uh Birmingham is still a, a wonderful uh, beautiful uh, and great city to visit, um, and I would highly recommend it uh, if you're listening to this um, anywhere else but um, Birmingham or the United Kingdom to come and visit. Um, there are many great places to 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 see, many great things to check out, um, and yeah, I, that's why I think. Um, Peaky Blinders has done has done Birmingham um, a, a, a a favor in many regards because it is um, it has really put Birmingham on the map. Uh, I hate to say that because Birmingham has always been um, very important to not only Great Britain but to the world. You know, we have here in the um, in Birmingham, the West Midlands, has been a the powerhouse of industry for for many years, and in fact, many of the scenes in the show uh, of Peaky Blinders um, are shot at the Black Country Living Museum, uh, which is a, a great uh, place to go to, where, where you can actually see and experience. Um, it's basically an open air museum uh, rebuilt. Um, it built from um, the you know actual 
historic uh, buildings um, and uh, it's set in uh, Dudley in the West Midlands here in England um, uh, just 10 miles west of Birmingham and it's huge you know and it and it shows just how uh, life was um, you know um, in the 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 300 years that spans from the the 1850s to the the 19 um fifties and shows great deal of of the the history of of the west midlands uh, as well as as the country really um but it's a it's a great place in fact when you walk in there you you think that you're actually walking back in time because it's so realistic the the people who work in the the the, the shops there are all dressed in period accurate um attire and you can buy things there and do things there that you would have been able to um procure and do at the time um especially at the 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 beginning of the the 20th century and and just prior to that um but yeah so and and it's it's you know i'm sure it's places like that that because of their, um, you know, um, because they are um, there and have been a draw for people to come and learn about the history of the West Midlands and and um, and Great Britain for several years, and you know, it was um, just a, a great place for uh, Peaky Blinders to go and 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 shoot there and and film. Uh, because as I say, when you go there, it's like walking back in time. So, um, you wouldn't have to do that much, um, set dressing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I think I'm going to, uh, I think I've said as much as I can, uh, without, um, spoiling too much of the, the events of the series. Um, because really it's a series that, you need to watch for yourself uh and you have to enjoy um um every episode of because every episode because they're like an hour uh long episodes anyway it's like watching a movie you know every series is like watching uh six um movies and every series uh of course revolves around a, a basic um storyline that centers it um, and in every series we get um, the continuation of the story of the characters that we're already familiar with. We also get the introduction of new characters. Um, and we get to, as I say, see these characters who we've grown to um, know and um, love um, and care about, you could say, or want to know more about we get to see them interact with these real life um characters people who um had an impact on uh um the history of great britain such as uh winston churchill um uh so yeah it's um it's it's, a, it's a, such a, a very such a compelling series um so many great actors um I've, I've starred in the in the show, um, as I say, such as um, uh, Anya Taylor Joy, uh, Adrian Brody, um, 
Alexander Siddig, uh, he's a great actor. Um, and Tom Hardy, um, Finn Cole, um, uh, Natasha O'Keefe, um, Tom Flanagan, um, um, and yeah, so many, so many great characters. Um, some characters, ha- you know, I've been in it since uh, the, the first episode of the first series and continue to um, to be seen throughout um, most, if not all, of the of the series. Um, but as I say, unfortunately, we, we the the series lost um, not only a great character but a great actor in um, Helen McCrory um, in 2021, and um, it's not known whether she filmed any scenes for the upcoming series, uh, series six. Um, but um, you know, her absence will be deeply felt. I'm sure by viewers as well as the cast, because uh, from what I've seen, you know the the entire cast were very, very strong cast, very um, who all were very respectful of the, the the story that they were telling, their characters, and also of each other, really. Um, um, but yeah. So, if you've never seen the Peaky Blinders TV show, then I would definitely suggest that you either A, uh, search it on Google, um, B, if you've got Netflix, search it on Netflix, watch it on Netflix, uh, pick it up on DVD or Blu-ray, if that's your, if just, that's your thing, but um, give it a go. Even if you watch the first episode of the first series, I guarantee to you that from that the first minute um, to the last of that first episode, you will be hooked, or at least you want to know more about Thomas Shelby. You want to know more about the Peaky Blinders. You want to know more about the history that you see uh, portrayed in the show, and you want to watch another episode, another episode, then another series, then another series, and before you know it, um, you'll be getting to the end just as um, as we here in the UK are uh, awaiting um, the return of the series, which will also be the um, the end of the series. But um, I can't wait for the, the movie to come out. Uh, I can't wait to see the continuation of the series in whatever form that comes. Um, and I just want to say it's just a great series. Um, give it a go. Enjoy. And... Um, and yeah, and um, yeah, it's um, it's a great series, and um, I hope that it goes out with a bang, and I hope it also continues um, just as strongly as as it as it has as it began, and as it has been um, over the years since it first started. Um, but yeah, so as I say, uh, I think we're gonna leave it there for now. Uh, I just want to say thank you for listening. I uh, hope you like what you heard, and I'll talk to you again soon. Hi everyone, this is Mark. So I hope you did enjoy what you heard in this episode of the podcast. And uh, if you did, and uh, you would like to enjoy more of my content, um, I'm uh, a writer, I'm a poet, 
and I'm an author. Uh, I've written 11 books of uh, poetry uh, and short stories and uh, short novels. So if you're interested in reading some of my poems, my short stories or uh, the stories within my novels, then you can check them out online on Amazon or um, from the, the book depository or online at uh, Barnes & Noble. And uh, if you want to check out some of my re most recent uh, poems, then if you head over to uh, markthepoet.me online, then you can check out some of my most recent poems and also some of the poems that I've written uh, in the past. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I hope you like what you heard and I'll touch you again soon.